0: APU. American Public University is proud to present Online Teaching Lounge. This is episode number 66, Increasing Your Productivity as an Online Educator. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, but it can also be rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. It may seem a little odd to you today that we're going to talk about increasing your productivity as an online educator, but I firmly believe that habits and strategies are what help us get through our teaching job and our teaching career. Many of us enter this profession because we want to make a difference or distill ideas upon others or perhaps mentor people into our profession or the area that we love the most. Maybe we even want to make a big difference in the world. Regardless of the reason why you came into this profession, the fact remains that being an educator is hard work. There is a lot to do. There's a lot of feedback to give others. We must be organized to make that happen. We have announcements, we have content in the classroom itself when we're working online, we have follow-ups, personalized outreach efforts we need to do when students are falling behind, guidance of all kinds, and as I mentioned before, feedback. Among these many different types of activities, time gets away from us sometimes. Have you ever said to yourself that you would get back to a task later in the evening that's a great sign that productivity tips can help you a lot in your online educator role. Today, we're going to talk about some special tips that come from a wonderful book called Supercharge Productivity Habits by John R. Torrance. It's 50 Simple Hacks to Organize Your Tasks, Overcome Procrastination, Increase Efficiency, and Work Smarter to Become a Top Performer. Not everyone approaches their educator job as if it is a performer productivity type of role. However, we know that unless we keep up with the day-to-day tasks, the endless minutiae of being an administrator of the classroom, we will not be able to have the kind of impact we would like to have. These tips today are intended to help you. I want to help you really enjoy what you do and make a difference as you want to do. So let's jump in and talk about productivity habits. I will share just a few today to get you started. And after this podcast, I do hope you will check out this book, Supercharged Productivity Habits by John R. Torrance. The first habit I'd like to share with you today is in the area of increasing your physical and mental energy. You've probably heard that athletes are always thinking about increasing their energy and bringing protein into the body, drinking lots of water, getting plenty of rest. It makes a lot of sense that a person who's out there competing physically would need to do that, right? Of course, the mind is also one of the greatest tools that we have at our disposal. We can't have energy, like confidence or focus, Motivation, or any kind of productivity at all if our mind is wandering or not feeling healthy. In fact, there is a lot that has to do with our physical and mental energy that impacts our productivity and our overall effectiveness as educators. Think about it. If you were really approaching your job as if you have to be in tip top physical and mental condition to be an educator, what would you do to reach that goal? i thought about this a little bit, and in the time that I've worked at American Public University, I've been very fortunate to have the influence of the wellness team. Not sure if that's their title, but early on, several years ago, there used to be this little challenge in the employee portal. It was private. No one else could see it. But you had to record your weight at the start of each year, and you had to do some exercises along the way, partially some kind of incentive to have one kind of health insurance over another. And I'm expecting that it probably had to do with the cost out of my paycheck. And that's what motivated me. I don't recall exactly what the situation was. But I do remember that I had to write down how much I weighed. And then I had to engage in certain health related activities like walking or counting steps or something like that. Now, when you think about it, Even just becoming aware of your own physical activity level, your physical fitness, your overall health, and your body weight does something to you. It was a few years of doing that, and pretty soon I realized I needed to make major changes. In my own situation, I did lose 95 pounds, and I have successfully maintained that for the past four or five years. And it all started with that awareness every year that was part of the health insurance plan of just working at American Public University. If I took it further and thought about it every year and recorded my efforts to become a mental athlete as an educator, I would take it a lot further and increase my goals in physical and mental wellness. Over time, I want to become more confident, more focused, more productive, and more happy with myself in my role and in the work that I do with my students. In essence, it is the everyday habit that one puts into their physical and mental abilities that come together to summatively create the performance and productivity we have in the online classroom. There are some high powered physical and mental energy hacks that Torrance shares in his book, and I'd like to share these with you here. First, He talks about tackling what you dread the most. It's going to give you energy to deal with the less critical things or the less enjoyable things throughout the day because you've done the most difficult one. Second, you're going to visualize before you go to bed. And the thoughts that you take to bed matter. So your mind is going to get in a mood for sleep. And you're also going to think about or visualize the type of things you're going to be doing when you're waking up that are pleasurable to you. So you're actually predicting a positive day for the next day and thinking about the energy you need to begin the day. Now that second hack there, thinking about it before you go to bed, I personally do that a lot. That's one of my own habits. I'll make a to-do list about the things I want to do the next day and I'll think about how I need to wake up. Then in the next morning when I wake up, I'm actually laying in bed sometimes feeling very tired and not at all interested in getting out of bed. And I'll remember what I'm going to do first thing in the morning, and then I'll purposely choose to jump out of bed and give myself some energy so I can get moving. Sometimes it's really hard, and other times it's very easy because the motivating task is so interesting to me. Whatever you do, visualizing before bed can set the tone for the next day, but make sure it's something positive you're visualizing and you're seeing action and the motivation that you're going to need. Third, unclog your mind. So Torrance suggests that we all have a never-ending to-do list. I don't know if you have one, but I know I do. And it can sometimes make me feel like I never really finish things. There's always another list tomorrow, and sometimes one list can go through a week or two without completely getting wiped out. If you can unclog that list by writing it all down, setting it aside, turning off technology and letting go of emails and all those things, at some point, you're going to have a little bit of space to think more clearly, be more mentally alert, and be able to set limits around your time. Unclogging your mind is also going to help you think about what you can take off of your list. If you do write it down and realize it's been there a while, maybe it doesn't even need to get done at all, or maybe it could be delegated. There's possibly another solution if you find that something is on your to-do list for a very long time. The fourth productivity hack is getting the right amount of sleep. Believe it or not, the amount of sleep you get every day actually impacts your mental and physical functioning. Over time, you can actually have long-term health effects that are negative if you're constantly cheating yourself on the sleep. Now, if you have kind of dragged your workout throughout the day, especially when you're only working online, if all of your energy is put into that, it can feel like you can never really let go and never really get enough sleep. Think about what kind of environment you need. What kind of bedding will be most comfortable for you? Is the pillow nice and cool or warm, however you prefer it? Would there be something you could do before bed to relax you, like a warm bath? or some people even drink like warm milk or cocoa or something like that? Is it helpful for you to read a book before you go to bed? One thing that I've heard a lot is no caffeine and no alcohol in the later hours of the day because both of those tend to impact the quality of your sleep throughout the night. And then, of course, avoid screen time two hours before bedtime. You can wear these blue light blocking glasses that will help you to actually reduce the impact of the screen on your eyes. And you can also buy a light therapy lamp on Amazon that's going to help you Have an experience with bright light first thing in the morning to really set your time clock and your circadian rhythm. These are good things to think about if you're still having problems getting high quality sleep. But getting enough sleep is definitely essential to give your brain the energy it needs and your body the energy as well to get through the day. Next, spend a good chunk of your day pursuing your heart project. A heart project is something you really care about. It's in your own goal area. It might be what Torrance calls your ultimate passion. When you focus on these things you care most about at some point during a day, this is going to give you a lot of joy. It will refresh you and help you feel totally revitalized and energized. So if you have a lot of grading to do and you're not a big fan of grading, do the grading, but be sure to give yourself time for this passion project or heart project. You need reasons to get out of bed in the morning, and if this is it, give yourself the time after you've done some of the more difficult tasks of your online teaching job. Some of the other tips mentioned here in the body and mind category are to have a sense of gratitude and to have a positive outlook on life generally. You also want to think about eating the right foods. Believe it or not, the things you put into your body impact your energy level and your mental functioning. There's a thing called inflammation. If you're not familiar with this, certain foods can actually cause your body to react in a way that inflames your cells and parts of your body. If you eat a lot of carbohydrates and sugar, some people react very poorly to that. You might have puffy eyes or a puffy face and mentally feel quite sluggish and tired. This will make it more difficult to be productive as an online educator or in any other field. Think about how healthy food makes you feel. And even if it is less enjoyable than some of those more high-carb or high-sugar foods you might crave, think about how you might be able to incorporate these healthy foods to enhance your mental alertness. Eating more calories early in the day instead of at night can also give you more energy. And then, of course, more fiber, fruit, and vegetables, and protein, and minerals, and vitamins. These things can all add to your energy level and clear up your mind so you can think clearly and be more productive along the way. And then lastly, be active. Enjoy what you're doing physically. You might be inspired through exercise, which will help you sleep better and relieve stress as well as boosting your brain. But you might also find a new habit that you could enjoy, like going for a run, short walk, working out with someone else, biking, or even dancing. My personal favorite is putting on my noise-canceling headphones, some really peppy, upbeat music, and walking on my treadmill for 30 minutes or more sometime in the middle of the day. Whatever it is that helps you to physically get active— When we're working online, we're sitting a lot and we're much more prone to want to sit a little bit longer so that we can just get through what we're trying to do that day. If you break it up instead, you'll find that you have more energy and you can even be more productive. So take breaks. Think about the food you eat and the exercise you do as ways to fuel the mind as well as the body. There are many other productivity hacks and habits in this book by John Torrance. I hope you'll check it out and try those that I've shared with you today as we all work towards being more productive online educators. And I wish you all the best in your online teaching this coming week. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. To share comments and requests for future episodes, please visit bethanyhansen.com forward slash request. Best wishes this coming week in your online teaching journey. For more information about our university, visit us at study.apu.com. At APU. American Public University.